At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Monday here on VSIN Prime Time. We got a football game on our television screens as Buffalo and Pittsburgh nearing the half. We got Matt Brown to my left. I am Tim Murray. We also have another football game this evening as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a three point home underdog against the Philadelphia Eagles, a total at DraftKings right now of 43 and a half. So let's get people updated right away, Matt. As a minute 39 to go in the first half, the Buffalo Bills lead 21 to 7. They just had a field goal blocked, and the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to turn that into points. Deontay Johnson into the end zone. But really, it has been all Bills all afternoon slash evening long. And we'll see if the Bills, who uh, I believe are out of timeouts, can get into the end zone here or get some points before the end of the half. Josh Allen rushing total, if you had that already over, 61 rushing yards for him would have to be some hellacious kneel downs if he was going to uh, lose this one here. Yeah, That might be the worst beat of all time. Even the worst of numbers is already home. Uh, that I, that got steamed up to about 39 and a half, but even that again is, is, is home for you there. James Cook went off about 62 and a half yards in this game. He's already got 45, so looking pretty good if you're going in that direction as well. Najee Harris, 8 for 31. Jalen Warren, 5 for 27. Big story here, I think, is, you know, Mason Rudolph and the call for everyone saying like, okay, Mason Rudolph's time is done. We got to get him out of here. Let's start. Let's go. Kenny Pickett can't be any worse. Everyone overreacting things going on. And then here we are. I mean, you know, yes, didn't have very far to go, but he does at least lead him into the end zone. So we have at least somewhat of a game here. 28 points towards the 38 and a half that we went off at. So hopefully uh, he Last night was an improbable under, so maybe yeah. there could be an improbable under here as well. Yeah, 21-17 at the half and uh, ultimately coming home, which was, <laughs> uh, I don't think uh, I don't think we saw that coming, but uh, we had Drew Densick on the show on Friday, and uh, 
He went three and zero because he had the under last night. Uh, so uh, I know. Look, I'll just say this: it was. It seemed like, for the most part, not to toot our own horns, but I will toot our own horns. It seems like it was a pretty good weekend for Veasan folks. I know you had a good weekend yeah. from the betting those openers. Uh, Friday's show, we had the Texans that came on home. Um, you know, the Packers was a popular play by a lot of folks. I didn't see them winning it outright, Matt. But mm. all in all, you know we. In the gambling world, you always move on, eyes ahead to uh, the next game, but uh, a little tooting of the own horn. I think, all in all, most folks here at the network had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, pretty good pretty good weekend across the board here. If you go in and look, and cheap plug for the whole vison.com slash picks page, but if you went in and take a look, I mean, there were, we were talking about it yesterday, there was only like four, I think, on the laying it with the Cowboys, and 12 that were taking the points with the Packers, kind of the same deal in the nightcap. There were four or five that were on the lions. And I think there were nine that nine or 10 that were on the other uh, Ram side of things. So there there's, there's, you know, again, even though the Rams didn't get it home, they covered. That's all that matters. We're better here. So uh, that's, that's a good result for everyone that was on that. So yeah, pretty good, pretty good weekend so far. And I think with this one, I didn't see a ton of conviction, honestly, in this game, I, I didn't have a ton of people that were adamant about one side or adamant about the other side or the, the total even after the game got moved nobody was kind of like well you know i don't know now because there's you know, it's still gonna be cold but how cold and the wind and so yeah i didn't hear just a ton of like you know oh this is how this game's gonna go down for this one yeah the only thing i'm kicking myself was the the bet that you made the josh allen rushing yards and he gets it on one rush 52 yards into the end zone i was watching it out there with uh Derek Stevens, the owner of Circa and some others. And it, it looked like it was one of those <laughs> moments. Do you watch the movie Friday? Yeah. It's like, you want some of this old man? No. It was like, <laughs> you want to you try to tackle me? No, thanks. So uh, by the way, Josh Allen going to take a knee here. Uh Oh, stop. He's what we That's a loss of five right there, man. We got to keep our eyes on. Oh some, uh, boy. Don't, don't start it now, but uh, it is halftime. 21 to 7 is the score. The Buffalo Bills lead the Pittsburgh Steelers. So. They can't punt it away because the punter pulled a hammy on the, oh my gosh. On the deal. So That's they had right. to like just try to kill oh, the time right that there. That is something to know yeah. moving forward. The Buffalo Bills punter, who is also the holder, uh, looks like he came up lame on uh, chasing down that loose ball on the block field goal. So we have reached the half. Buffalo Bills leading 21 to 17. So if you're grading it at home, first half over, Bills cover the first half as well. And, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. And, and to your point, you know, I was, you know, we, we do hits on other mm. stations across the country or whatever it may be. And we're going to give you the second half line here in just a moment. But when everyone asked me, and most of the, I did these before the game was mm. canceled, I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I know there are plenty of people who said, you got to play under, under, under. I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is going to go too low. I don't know if this game's going to be played. So honestly, I have nothing in pocket on this game. I have a Bills future, but outside of that, man, I, I had nothing uh, on this game. So let's get you the uh, the second half line. It has, uh, I believe, opened up at some shops at three and a half. DraftKings right now sits at 18 and a half for the full game. So that would be three and a half. Uh, for the second half total 46 and a half so as i do my quick math so it looks like 18 and a half and uh, ooh, oh as we're moving on the live here yeah. it is down to what is that uh five and a half for the full game uh for the second half excuse me for buffalo so from what we've seen bills do get the ball to start the second half matt any interest in some second half plays 
as uh, as things get going there in Buffalo in about 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, we're looking, it's up to 19 and a half now on the full game line. It, one of the things to remember, if you haven't been watching this game, and I know it's in the middle of the day for a lot of people, and maybe you're, you, you haven't been watching the game fully, but Steelers did get down and get picked in the end zone from yep. inside the five-yard line. So it was another opportunity for them to put points on the board. So even though they only have seven up there right now, it could easily, it could easily be 14, at the very least 10, with a short chip shot field goal for them. So it's it's one of those things where I think we need to realize that it isn't as bad as it looked, as it looks here on the board right now. If you had any sort of inkling to take the 10 pregame, I mean, you're getting 19 and a half now for a team that like, it should, it should at least have 10, if not have 14 points in this game. So I think that would be the direction I would lean if I was, if I had any sort of conviction in trying to come in on the sealers in any, in any way, shape or form right now. But that's about it. I mean, the only thing that does happen sometimes with these algorithms, is like, you might get more points like the second that the bills receive the ball. Like, like it's weird. Like sometimes like they'll, they'll receive the kickoff and then you'll get like an extra half point or a point. So that's the only thing to keep in mind with all this, the 47 and a half seems appropriate. You know, I mean, I think that we're probably looking at 20 ish points here in the second half. So that seems about right as well. Uh, again, it's just a, a difficult game for me to handicap the way things have gone so far because the Steelers isn't, did at least move the ball once and, and looked competent on the offensive side of the ball. And then uh, the Bills, it does make me wonder if the Josh Allen kind of rush parade is about to really take off. I mean, at this point, he's only got three rush attempts. I would imagine we could be looking at something closer to double that in the second half. So maybe that's something from an in-game prop perspective. Yeah, looking at uh, in-game right now, Josh Allen, what is he at right now? 58, I believe he's Yeah, at after the kneel down. For, so yeah. 58 yards for the game to this point. His in-game is 81 and a half uh, at DraftKings. So you're looking at, you know, 20, 23 and a half over under for the second half. Would you have worry about the potential of of the kneel downs here hurting you. Obviously, if you played this full game like you mm. did, which was what, 36 and a half was the highest number? About 39. It, 39. Got, it got up to about 39 and a half, yeah. Um, now you're, you're good with, with kneel downs, mm. but I, I do, that is, that's an interesting one. I, just watching this game, you, you do wonder at what point, now you're only up 14, right? So you can't, mm. can't be looking ahead just yet, but at what point, in the third quarter, fourth quarter, Matt, do you say, all right, we have a short turnaround. Now, just a reminder, if the Bills do win, they will play the final game on Sunday. That'll be 6.30 Eastern, so it'll be six days. They will be at a rest disadvantage, of course, against the Kansas City Chiefs, but they will have six days to repair instead of, you know, a potential of five, which mm -hmm. was floated out there. So if Buffalo wins, they're at home, no travel, and they do play at 6.30. But I do wonder at what point, Matt, do they say, ah, let's – Let's call off the dogs a little bit here, um, you know, and, and looking at the game so far, we've had multiple turnovers. You know, we had an interception in the end zone, as you alluded to. Uh, we had a fumble from uh, Pittsburgh that set up their second touchdown of the game. Any feel on on a on a total here sitting around 19 and a half or so? Yeah, I don't get a ton. I don't really get a ton from all this because I'm, I'm, I am curious as to what, like what you're saying as to how the flow of this game goes in the second half. I do wonder what the Steelers try to do here down two scores and maybe potentially more depending on what how things work because they they've actually been okay running the ball so far. And it makes me wonder, like, do you try to at least keep up 
with doing that. I mean, they got 13 for 58. That's four and a half a tote right now. So I think if you look at what's working, but the problem is, is if you're down more than two touchdowns, you, you might be, that might be taken off the table for yeah. you, right? Like you might not have the opportunity to do that. So I'm, I think my more in-game look will be after I see what the bills do with this first drive. And mm-hmm. if for whatever reason that they were to stall it out, I mean, like an in-game total right now, Najee Harris is only 52 and a half yards. He's at 31. So we're not asking that much out of Najee Harris here in the second half. And so I think that whenever you look at something like that, if, if running is still on the table for the Steelers, yep. then that could be something I would be looking at. We still have a game tonight, 8-15 kickoff Eastern time down in Tampa, Florida. Rain in the vicinity, so it could be a little, <laughs> could be a little wet down there. Paul Charchi going to join us in five minutes. Another red-hot weekend. Someone else who joined the, uh, the, uh, the network, not our program. He joined uh, Follow the Money and had a, a big weekend. So Charch going to talk some props with him for Philly and Tampa Bay coming up on the other side. We do have a two-and-a-half out there, Matt. DraftKings mm-hmm. has dropped to two and a half. A lot of three even monies out there, but we have one two and a half out there in the market. We'll get our top plays for tonight and maybe beyond as we will start to get trickling out lines uh, outside of San Francisco and Green Bay as the evening goes on. Halftime in Orchard Park, Buffalo Bills lead 21 to 7. They are a five and a half point second half favorite. We're taking a look at props for tonight with Paul Charchian next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge through the 
NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. The VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get access to our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Plus, betting systems, premium analysis, and 24 7 video access. Sign up today. Get your first 30 days for only $9.99 and see which VSIN expert. See everything VSIN has to up your betting game. VSIN.com slash subscribe. This is the perfect time to get it. It's a month-long trial. You get through the Super Bowl. You get the Super Bowl betting guide. You make all the monies in the world over the Super Bowl, and then you come back for the uh, annual subscription, right? There That's it is. what you do. That's Bam. what you do. Nailed it. Made 21, it easy on you guys. 21-7 to 7 is our halftime score in Orchard Park. Buffalo leading the Pittsburgh Steelers. Your second half total, 19.5 with a spread of 3.5. Still have a game tonight. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as he has done throughout the majority of the NFL season, our guy, the one and only Paul Charchian, joins us coming off of an Enfuego visit with Mitch and Paul earlier last week, or late last week, I should say, on Follow the Money. So no pressure, Charch. Just, uh, you know, just... Uh, do the do the same thing you just did with them, you know, with uh, with our show. You know, I want to I want to start with Jalen Hurts because I want to point something out to the viewers regarding Jalen Hurts' passing prop. But this is something that you are eyeing up. Jalen Hurts passing yards tonight. So, what is your angle for Jalen Hurts this evening? Well, his lines are his lines so low. The passing yards just two twenty three and a half. You get positive money on the one and a half touchdown passes. This is not, these are lines that we're usually seeing with Jalen Hurts. It's, you know, but he's failed to even hit these marks in four of the last five. And I look, I totally get it. If anybody out there thinks the Eagles are just completely broken and particularly without AJ Brown, which is a totally valid take, then by all means, don't make this wager. But let me build your case for Jalen Hurts. If they're not totally broken, the Bucs are a sneaky, bad pass defense. Now, statistically, on total, they look like an average NFL defense, but their mediocre stats are buoyed by very soft opposing quarterbacks like Bryce Young a couple of times, Desmond Ritter, Will Levis, C.J. Beathard. Since week four, non-rookie, non-backup quarterbacks against the Bucs, averaging 326 yards and 2.7 passing touchdowns. Those would both be by far the worst in the league if applied to a whole season. Then the Eagles still rank number one by pro football focus in pass blocking. Tampa's 18th in pass rush. Hurts should have some time here. And the Tampa Bay starting cornerbacks are just bad. Jamel Dean, Carl Davis, they rank as cornerback 95 and 152 by pro football focus. So for those that think just like the Eagles pedigree is going to show up in this game, even if only this game, you know, here's your way to buy in at an unusually low price at Jalen Hurts over 223 passing yards, and we'll take the over on one and a half touchdown passes plus 135. All right, Matt, before you jump in and ask Charge a question here, you like the, the prop market as well. You've got your models. So for, for those watching and listening, let's say on Marquee Network in Chicago, hello, how you doing? You have access to both Circa and DraftKings. So as I look over my shoulder at this big board here, Jalen Hurts' passing prop is 219. Oh, geez, it's gone when, down. When I look at DraftKings, though, Charge, it's yeah. 227 and a half. So, Matt, oh, wow. it's yeah. eight and a half yards. Is that enough to attempt a middle? 
it's you'd like a little bit bigger than that, but I mean, you just don't see these opportunities very often anymore. Certainly not eight and eight and a half yards. You know, you don't see that pop up very often. I mean, if there was ever going to be a book that's kind of off of the of what everyone else is, it would be circa. And yeah. so, I mean, getting getting eight yards, it depends on you know where your bank account, where your bankroll is, and what how much how risk averse you are. But it probably something I would fire at, especially considering we're talking about a not a not a huge passing total as it here has, right. as it is it's here not anyway. Like Three thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the range of outcomes could be just incredibly wide, and so I mean, it's probably something I would fire at. I mean, it's pretty decent, not pretty decent look for something you just don't see very often. So there we go. Uh, well, we could try to middle it. We could just roll with charts, whatever you guys want to do. Um, I, I think the middling opportunity is, uh, is an intriguing one. All right, charts. Uh, one more. Uh, well, obviously, uh, you know, uh, Matt will jump in here. By the way, second half underway uh, in Buffalo. Uh, let's get a little. Uh, let's get a little tight ends in our life because you know we love yeah. the, the tight ends uh, on uh, on Vsin primetime when we have charts on. I want to go to Cade Otten. I've heard a lot of people talk about Tampa's tight end and uh, and his props. So, what are you looking at for tonight with Cade Otten? We're going to go over 24 and a half receiving yards for Kate Otten. And here's the big thing you need to know. And if, if you take nothing else away, the, take this away. The Eagles against the Eagles opposing number one tight ends have topped this line, 24 and a half, nine of the last 10. That's a huge sample here. And no other Tampa Bay tight end factors in at all. Get this. The other tight ends on Tampa, other than Kate Otten, six total catches on the season. That's it. I mean, the, you know, he is the totality of that position. Now, it you can never say like Kate Otten's a cinch to hit 24 and a half yards because he's so lightly used. And he only had one catch for 16 yards when these teams met way back in week three. But this new line in 25 yards, it's such a low line. He can hit that on two catches, just like last week. We had two catches for 30 yards. I think we can go back here over 24 and a half Kate Otten. Paul, let's take a look here at the other tight end on the other side of the field here in Dallas yeah. Goddard. We know that A.J. Brown out for this game, so targets and yardage have to go somewhere outside of just uh, Devontae Smith. And so we're sitting here about 49 and a half yards on Dallas Goddard. You think some of that stuff's going to head, some of the love's going to head his way. Yeah, I really do. And you hit one of the key talking points. That's nine targets per game that are going to go somewhere else. Now, Julio Jones is going to get a lot, run a lot of those routes, A.J. Brown routes, but He's just not Julio Jones anymore. I mean, you know, this, I don't think he's going to see anywhere close to those nine targets. They're going to go somewhere else. Why not Dallas Goddard? We're going to hit the over four and a half receptions, over 49 and a half yards, because the Bucs allow the second most receiving yards to tight ends in the whole league, 64 per game. They allow the third most receptions to tight ends, six per game. Here's some recent big tight end games against the Bucs, very recent. Jawan Johnson, eight catches, 90 yards and a score. Evan Ingram, 10 catches, 95 yards. Tucker Craft, 57 yards. Atlanta's uh, Pitts, Janu Smith combo, 84 yards and a score. This, I mean, this is all stuff in the last like six weeks against uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, I would I would be cautious. I don't know if I'd pick Goddard to score. He gets very little use in the red zone. But I'll mention this. A.J. Brown was absorbing a staggering 43% of the red zone targets. And with him out, that could open the door to Dallas Goddard, who normally just sees an 18% red zone target rate. So that could open the door for a rare touchdown to Goddard, who's only scored three times this year. But I like the over four and a half receptions and the over four 
49 and a half yards. Paul Charchian joining us here on VEASAN Primetime, guillotineleagues.com. We're breaking down Monday night football. Uh, as we wait, just to give you a quick update, uh, the Bills and Steelers' uh, first possession. Matt, looks like you have something. S- Sam Martin did come back out to punt okay. and was able to punt at 45 uh, yards. There so the hamstring apparently warmed works. Up. Yes, warmed apparently up and, works. Uh, warmed yes. up and uh, he's, he's good to go. Uh, as uh, Buffalo still leads 21-7, to but a quick uh, punt there on that possession. All right, let's get to uh, Trey Palmer. He's been someone who uh, Baker's been targeting quite a bit, Charge. Uh, Three weeks ago against Jacksonville, six targets, four catches, 42 yards. Two weeks ago against New Orleans, five targets, four catches, 84 yards and a touchdown. And then last week, he only had two catches for 10 yards, but was targeted six times. So when you look at Trey Palmer... 23 and a half, 24 and a half is kind of that range for him receiving yards. What are we looking at for Trey Palmer tonight? Yeah, we're going over here too. Uh, so all, all my picks here are overs. It wasn't intentional. It just worked out that way. Over 23 and a half yards. And I want you to consider the anytime touchdown is plus 450 for Trey Palmer. That's a big number. And there's some value baked into this. Let's talk about why. He's the Bucks slot receiver Eagles allow the second most wide receiver yards in the league, 183 per game. And he's going to run out of the slot against Avante Maddox. Now Maddox missed almost the entire year with injury, but he's come back for the last two games during which he has allowed a 100% catch rate since his return. So the Bucks are going to test Maddox. Why wouldn't you? He's also giving up 14 yards per catch. That is a ton for a slot cornerback. It's not for any cornerback at 14 yards per catch. We need two Trey Palmer receptions to hit the over. That's it. Just two other big games by slot receivers against Philly. Last week, Wendell Robinson, five for 85. Week before that, Greg Dortch, seven catches, 82 yards. Two weeks before that, Jackson Smith and Jigba, 48 yards and a touchdown. Game before that, CeeDee Lamb, 71 yards in totality. Eight of the last nine slot receivers to face the Eagles have gone over Trey Palmer's line, 23 and a half yards. And I like that anytime touchdown uh, throw at 450. All right. Charge, we love it. We appreciate it as always. And uh, let's have ourselves a, a lovely Monday evening. You got it, guys. Playoff football's here. There he is. Paul Charchian at Paul Charchian on Twitter. Dare I say, Matt Brown, are we seeing some life? I like it. Have a game. From the Pittsburgh Steelers, we'll get you updated and our plays for tonight next This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Insider tips and latest buzz with the VSIN free daily newsletter. In today's newsletter, well, of course, you get your old betting splits that everybody loves so much. A little breakdown of when games could ultimately be, and Steve Mackinnon breaking things down the way Steve Mackinnon likes to do it. Make sure you get that. VSIN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Alongside Matt Brown, I am Tim Murray. Dare I say it, Matt Brown? Mm. Things are getting a little, little interesting up there in Orchard Park as the Pittsburgh Steelers on the move. And I'll say this for anyone out there like myself who has a Bills future, Terrell Bernard just went down 
carted off leading tackler for the Buffalo Bills, towel over his head, looked like some sort of boot on the right foot. I couldn't fully see, but did not look promising as Bernard exited the game. And uh, he was uh, he was all over the place so far today. Uh, taking a look at some of the defensive stats for Bernard. Um, not sure how how he was playing so far today, but he is uh, he's been the leading tackler for uh, for this Bills team all year. Uh, there he is, four tackles. I just skipped right over two passes defended, and uh, you don't like to speculate, but certainly uh, doesn't look ideal there. Um, as for where we sit in this game, full full game. Um, Pre-flop, to- pre-flop spread, easy for me to say, Matt, was 10. It got as high as 24 and a half. And right now, as the Pittsburgh Steelers have gotten to the 30-yard line, facing another second down, the number's down to 13 and a half mm-hmm. at DraftKings. So inching toward, back toward the pre-flop situation. As, as we look up here, and, you know, it's one possession, I'm going to continue to ask this. You're going to get annoyed by it, but... Anything as we watch right now that is intriguing from an in-game perspective, 47 and a half, your total 13 and a half, your spread. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of already, the ship already sailed uh, on that, which was just, like I said, I wanted to see that first bucks. Uh, what is see That first bucks drive. And then bills. that would be the, I mean, first bills drive. And then that would be the way to, to come in if you wanted to play in on the Man. Steelers. Right. Because again, if you, if you had any inkling whatsoever, to play the Steelers before the game, you were getting 19 and a half at halftime full game in an, in which they got down, had a chance to score. I mean, again, they just chose for whatever reason not to run the ball with Najee Harris, even though it was having some pretty good success and end up throwing a pick in the end zone. So I think you're looking there at, at you know, that was your, that was your opportunity. I think uh, we'll see how it all plays out. But I mean, that was, it's already down to 13 and a half full games. I mean, you missed out on six full points already. Yeah, Mason Rudolph interception in the end zone uh, on a promising drive right before the half. On a drive, was that the drive where the Bills looked like they recovered a fumble and they said after the challenge that call stood that the ball had gone out of bounds? Yes. And then it led to the very uh, clever tweets that I saw come on my timeline. Ball don't lie. You know. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Well yeah. done, people. <laughs> Very, I never, I've never heard that no, one No before. one ever says that. Um, so we are going to keep our eyes on the live, on, on the in-game market, obviously, uh, with everything going on there. Uh, second and nine for the Bills. They lead 21-2-7 and a big draw, big, um, big third down coming up here. As for tonight, we just had Charch on, looking at some, uh, some overs on some Kind of off the radar a little bit. I mean, not that Dallas Goddard's off the radar, mm. but both tight ends, he likes over for both of them. Trey Palmer, he likes over for him. For you, Matt, anything in the prop market? I know uh, for those who watched the handle last Sunday, which I highly recommend, or even Monday's show last week, you took the Eagles at under three, which was yeah. readily available. So as we sit here, Anything from a side total or prop perspective that you want to get involved? Yeah, I threw in yesterday Julio Jones over uh, 16 and a half receiving yards. That is already up to like 19 and a half. And I think there's a lot of people were sitting there looking and I think they saw the same thing I did, which was the the distribution of routes run is at least going to shift Julio Jones way. The uh, 
problem here, and I, I promise you, if you're watching home, he plays for the Eagles. Um, it, it is, uh, <laughs> it, it is, it, it is, it, they have to go somewhere, right? So you're looking at AJ Brown's role is not going to get filled by one person, right? I don't, I, I don't believe that. I do think that it will be split up between him and Watkins and, and Zacchaeus, but I think that if you're looking at who we believe is going to get the, the bulk of those, I think the bulk of those will probably go to Julio Jones. And so, if Julio Jones ends up, let's say, of the three of the split, you know, ends up with forty percent, and the other two guys split up the thirty percent. I mean, he, he, Julio Jones to get to over, let's even call it the nineteen and a half that we're playing with right now. I mean, we're we're feeling fairly good about that because he can't just target Devon Smith and 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 Dallas Goddard every single time, right? He's going to have to spread it around to someone. He's going to have to get it to one of these other guys and. I get it. Watkins has been there a while. I know Zacchaeus has, has had some success somewhere along the way, but it's a it, it's a situation for me where I kind of just keep going back to when Julio was in the game throughout the course of the season. Jalen Hurts looked his way. like He, he liked throwing to Julio Jones. It's just Julio Jones didn't run very many routes. He was just kind of out there in situational spots, but that's that situation has changed with the fact that A.J. Brown's going to be out for this game. And so I think he picks up a good handful of routes in this game. And with that, I have to believe that he garners a couple of targets, few more targets out of that as well. And so with that, I like him to, uh, to get over his receiving yards. So I'm, I'm going to go with Julio. And again, I understand it's a bit of a dart throw. There are going to be three guys out there battling for the kind of the scraps when it comes to those excess targets. But I think Julio is the most likely to get them. And so that's why I'm going to go that direction. Uh, just a quick update. Uh, Chris Boswell, 40 yard field goal is good. So the Steelers get the first points of the second half. So if you did take a second half bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, 21 to 10, your score looks like your live line at DraftKings is 13 and a half juiced heavily towards the Buffalo Bills total down a little bit down to 45 and a half for the full game. So I am not a big prop guy. Mm -hmm. I, I say that with full disclosure here. Um, and especially when we have a guest on like Charch, who I love and and i think he's he's very good at what he does i get a little nervous but i'm gonna take under jalen hurts passing yards now once again if you're in colorado if you're in illinois you've got a couple opportunities out there the numbers starting to come down a little bit but we talked about it right there was an opportunity about 30 minutes ago with a 10 yard middle mm. which is wild yeah uh still 226 and a half is is what i'm looking at right now for Jalen Hurts passing yards at DraftKings and over our shoulder here at Circa, it is 219 and it hasn't really budged. So I'm going to take under Jalen Hurts passing yards. Uh, you could try to middle it if you'd like, but my thought is, Matt, this this finger is going to be an issue. It's going to be raining, not expected to be as mm. bad as maybe previously anticipated. Yeah. So I would have liked it to wet rain a little bit more, but no A.J. Brown, as you alluded to. I'm just I'm really curious the game plan here. Uh, for Brian Johnson and the Philadelphia Eagles, how much are they going to want Jalen Hurts to air it out, considering that he told us, what, on Wednesday? He hadn't thrown a football. Yeah, and, and it's a big, and not that I am I take very much from these previous meetings or anything like that, but you look, and, and A.J. Brown had nine for 131 in their first meeting, right? So that is like a massive hole that they're going to have to fill that they found some success somewhere along the way with the, either the matchup or whatever was getting schemed against him in that first game against the Bucks, And so I, I, I tend to agree with you. And also the other thing I think that the Eagles would probably welcome doing 
in this game would be if they can get any sort of lead whatsoever, just taking the air out of the ball and mm-hmm. just completely, just completely shutting it down. As you mentioned, you're already down AJ Brown in this game. I cannot see unnecessary, unnecessary pass attempts, unnecessary hurts rush attempt, all these different things like that to where look, they understand whether they limped into the playoffs, right? I mean, they, they're, they're fully aware they limped into the playoffs playing absolutely horribly and knowing that getting through this game without AJ Brown, probably going to be the, the easiest thing in the world. The hell the spread is dictating that as it is right now. It's only right. two and a half or three. Um, so if they, if they do find themselves, I think with a double digit lead, it would not surprise me at all. If we just see run, 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 just try to get out of the game, get a win, move on, try to get AJ Brown back healthy and try to, you know, come in as healthy as humanly possible next week. Look, if you want to try to thread the needle, that's fine. If you trust charge more than me, also fair. Um, real quickly, because this is kind of the time when we give out our plays, uh, I'll just sneak this one in. It's not till tomorrow. Situationally, college hoops tomorrow. I'm going to lay three with Cincinnati. I uh, love the spot for Cincinnati at home against TCU. TCU coming off of back-to-back monster victories for them. They beat Houston over the weekend in a thriller at home. They also beat Oklahoma earlier in the week. And then think back to last Saturday where they lost in devastating fashion to Kansas. Three consecutive brutal games for the Horned Frogs. They got travel to Cincinnati. Give me the Bearcats laying the three against TCU. 21 to 10. And I don't think Josh Allen got there on the old tush push. Mike Pritchard, he'll give us his thoughts for tonight and what we're witnessing as the Bills have an 11-point lead in the third quarter. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is v Primetime with Tim Murray on v the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly 
in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Vegas only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Once again, that code Vegas. The crown is yours. Third quarter in Buffalo. It is 21 to 10. The Bills with the lead. They just converted a fourth down as we went to break. Looked like initially, Matt, they didn't get there. And then almost looked like the running backs for Buffalo grabbed Josh Allen and like carried him over the line. He spun around. Uh, So your in-game line, there's an injury on the field. Buffalo minus 14 and a half, minus 105 juice at DraftKings. Total of 44 and a half. So far in the second half, just three points. Uh, We will talk more about the games coming up, especially once Buffalo and Pittsburgh goes final. We will know the AFC schedule. But we still have a game tonight. We still have this game going on. And got a couple thoughts of what we just witnessed from the weekend. So let's bring in Mike Pritchard, our senior NFL analyst, former NFL wide receiver and first round pick. Pritch, uh, let's start with what we're seeing right now. Um, You know, just quick synopsis of the first, you know, almost three full quarters out there in Buffalo. Bills and Steelers, just what comes to mind when you look at what we've been witnessing so far with the Bills and Steelers? Well, great to be with you guys. I mean, first of all, Buffalo's offense have, they have um, solved a riddle of the zone blitzing from Pittsburgh uh, and Josh Allen's picking that apart. And so you look at the fact that he's picking that apart on top of the fact that they're running the ball successfully too. And they've also included the six eligible, which is Josh Allen on that uh, magnificent 52 yard run that he had for a touchdown. So uh, Pittsburgh's defense is up against it. Uh, I think that Buffalo should be able to control the game uh, and in drive with points, which is vital for them, as we know. Uh, on the other side, it, it looked like Mason Rudolph was a little timid, was a little late with some of those throws, those timing throws. Therefore, it led to an interception. Then you look at uh, other situations where they just couldn't convert, couldn't move the ball out of rhythm. Now he's letting it go uh, on time, and he's moving the football. So uh, if you're if you were laying the 10 points, maybe you're, you're sweating a little bit. Uh, I mean, he's not laying it, but if you took the 10 points for Pittsburgh, uh, you're sweating a little bit. Uh, there was a there was a 24 and a half yeah. out there, minus 115. Uh, I didn't pull the trigger on that, but man, I'm telling you, that would be a nice sweat right now, too. Richard, I want to look back and go all the way back to Saturday here and get your thoughts here. Uh, we talked all year long about the woes with Patrick Mahomes and getting guys to catch the ball. And look, there were still some drops in that game. Travis Kelsey, a couple right. of drops, a couple, of, a couple of wide receivers with some drops as well. But you see where she rice come through with eight for one thirty, And it looked like Patrick Mahomes has decided at least through that game, they basically had a bye week. They rested everybody there in week 18 that, that Rasheed rice was going to be the guy did you was it was it just scheme that was going on there with the Dolphins or do you think that maybe this was a, a conscious decision by the Chiefs where it's like look we got to find we have to we have to trust in someone we can't keep doing this deal where we're throwing all over the place and guys are just dropping right. the balls like it, let's make Rasheed Rice the dude. Well, well, it's a great question, Matt, because I think Rice is the most more versatile receiver. Uh, like Watson, he's an X guy. He's a single receiver guy. You know, you got Kelsey, uh, and then you got a collection of others, uh, right? Rice, I think you can move him around, be flexible. He can play that true flanker role uh, to where you can go to the strength side of the field or you can go in any slot situation uh, that you want him in as well. So uh, being that versatile allows him to be involved in a route tree a little bit more uh, and therefore some more trust too for Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, it was a great opportunity. Uh, I think if you're on that roster for anybody, 
I mean, anybody to step up and say, let me be the guy in the playoffs and not only make a name for yourself, but make some money too, right? So uh, I think Rice has a golden opportunity because it seems like Andy Reid wants to feature him that way. And, and we saw Patrick Mahomes have some trust with them uh, that way as well. They, they had a tremendous offseason, as you know. Uh, so now that's coming uh, to the surface a little bit in terms of all that work, the hard work they put in, that continuity and that chemistry that they have on the field right now. They need it. They need a playmaking receiver uh, if they want to get back to the Super Bowl, that's for sure. Mike Pritchard joining us here, former NFL wide receiver with the Falcons, Broncos, and Seahawks, and Colorado legend, national champion, first-round pick as well. Uh, Pritch, we still have a game tonight. Uh, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wrapping up Super Wild Card Weekend, uh, looking at a point spread of three pretty much across the board. There is a two-and-a-half. It's heavily juiced, yeah. but is that there at DraftKings? Uh, a total of 43. We were talking about a little bit. Baker Mayfield looks extremely banged up. We know about the finger situation with Jalen Hurts. No A.J. Brown. Uh, what's what? What's your feel headed in tonight? Anything that you're uh, looking to, uh, to, to attack? Yeah, you know, I, I entertain a teaser with uh, Tampa, you know, back when it was three, three and a half, you know, those that range. And, and so I didn't do it, though. Uh, Dallas Cowboys kind of ruined my weekend when it comes to the teaser situation. So, uh, you know, like this game that we're watching right now, I'm looking to end game this one. Uh, if I get an opportunity, um, I do want to see how Baker Mayfield responds to uh, a block or two, you know, for the pain that he has in his ribs. And, you know, he's got a lower body injury too. I, I whoever runs the ball the best, I think is going to win this one. I mean, Jalen hurts is hurt uh, with the finger. They relied so heavily too uh, throughout the, uh, the regular season talking about the Eagles in the big play, uh, making ability of their wide receivers. A.J. Brown's not going to be out there. I think Devonta Smith is also banked up too. So uh, I, I think that's neutralized a little bit. I, I Don't get me wrong. Philly will try to hit the big play. So will Tampa. Uh, but if you can control this game, uh, let your defenses settle in uh, with average quarterback play, I'm, I'm looking at the better running team in this one to emerge. And uh, that, therefore, I mean, it could be one of those close uh, type games in the fourth quarter as well. So uh, the teaser is out the window, but certainly if I get an opportunity in game uh, with a lot of points, uh, I'm looking at that one. Rich, A.J. Brown, the number one receiver there for the Eagles, going to be out for this one. So the targets, yeah. the yardage, some of the routes are going to have to be divided up between Julio Jones, Quez Watkins, and Zacchaeus as well. I know we're kind of guessing, but any inkling to you as to where which one is going to be the biggest beneficiary of A.J. Brown being out? Well, they found a way to get uh, Devontae Smith singled up at times, but you know, that's with AJ Brown on the, on the field, right? Uh, you know, Dallas Goddard is one of those situations, Matt, that I would take a look at uh, certainly from a movement, a change standpoint uh, in a game like this, when you don't have those downfield threats that, that really can just take the top off. I, it, Smith can do that, but now without AJ Brown, you can double him now, right? Uh, you look at the running backs uh, out of the backfield, uh, if they split some guys out as well from a throwing game standpoint, uh, the tight ends and the running backs, those, those are the guys that if you, if you're a challenge vertically uh, as an offense, then you want to open up the middle of the field. So you want to try to create cover two, if you can, with certain formations and personnel, uh, if you're Brian Johnson and the Eagles, and therefore you can feature those running backs and tight ends against linebackers. So, I, I think that's what Philly is going to try to do as well as run the football. I mentioned that earlier. And if they can do that, then there's some great opportunities uh, for the tight ends and running backs in this one.
Mike Pritchard, our senior NFL analyst here at VEASAN, a longtime wide receiver in the league. Falcons, Broncos, and Seahawks joining us here. Um, Pritch, the only game we know of right now, even though it's trending towards Buffalo hosting Kansas City next week as they now lead 24-10 to 10 with a minute and a half to go in the third quarter. But the only game we know with a point spread is the 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers, 8-15 Eastern on Saturday night. You alluded to it. The performance we saw from the Packers, whether it was disappointing from the Cowboys or impressive from the Packers, Packers now catching 10, Pritch, in the Bay on Saturday night. Do you think the Packers can uh, stroll in there and and, and fight again uh, like they did on sat- on, on uh, Sunday? Uh, yeah, they'll fight, Tim. They will. They will. I mean, it's a young team, and they've gotten better, uh, and they don't know any better either, right? Their, their confidence is through the roof right now. Uh, and that makes them dangerous. I mean, I you love the prospects of having this young group of, of core players uh, like the Packers have and and hoping that they take those leaps forward. And that's what they're doing right now, at least offensively. Uh, I think defensively, they're going to be challenged. I mean, Dallas, uh, for I don't know what reason, uh, it's inexcusable really to not get in rhythm with Dak Prescott and that offense to get them going in the first half as opposed to the second half. Kyle's not going to have that problem with that 49ers offense. I mean, they got too much offense uh, and he knows better not to uh, slow down or, or not to try to dictate out there offensively. So therefore I think, I think the Packers defense is going to be up against it. Uh, I don't lay double digits. That's just a rule. I, I since I've joined Beeson, <laughs> since I, since I stepped into the betting market, uh, I'm like, I do not lay double digits. So uh, I'm surprised at that maybe a disrespect uh, a little bit towards the Packers because they are playing great football right now. Rich, great stuff. Always appreciate it. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, fellas. Enjoy it. There he is, our senior NFL analyst, former NFL wide receiver Mike Pritchard. 24-10, Tyler Bass, not too long ago, just connected on a field goal. We'll get you updated on everything you need to know, as it looks like... I see uh, Allen Robinson might be a little uh, banged up, too. A bunch of injuries going on. That's Matt Brown. I'm Tim Murray. It is V-CIN Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 